1: Brian Zimrack. It is the 160th episode of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as the latest movies, remakes, sequels, and what will be coming your way as far as TV and movie DVD releases and our interview segment. Now, of course, our interview segment, uh, everybody loves that one because there's so many stars that have come on the show and they talk about what's going on, what they've done, what they'll be doing, and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot of fun. This week, we have our great guest Frank Vincent is going to be coming your way and Frank of course has played memorable roles in films such as Casino and Goodfellas and uh, he has a new film call out called uh, Chicago Overcoat which is out on DVD and of course he was in the hit show Sopranos and Frank's gonna be coming up in a few minutes he's got some great stories to tell so stick around for that and, you know, uh, this week we check out the theatrical releases and TV and DVD releases coming your way in May. It's already that time once again, so we'll be doing that in just a minute. I want to remind you, too, that Ruth Buzzy is going to be coming to On Screen and Beyond. She was, of course, in Laugh-In, and so much more. She's going to be joining us very, very soon, and uh, Ruth has so much to share with us. It's, it's just unbelievable the stories that she has to tell, so I know you're going to love that one, so... Be sure to keep listening. And uh, why don't you check us out on Facebook and uh, like us there. And, you know, we have a link right at the bottom of our homepage at com, And you can just go there and click on it. It take you right there and you can uh, check out what's going on and uh, be sure to tell a friend to check us out at OnScreenAndBeyond.com. there's just so many people that we've interviewed that they can just listen to I'm sure they've got a, a, somebody in there that uh, they like uh, you know to to listen to and uh, I was watching the um, TV Land Awards the other day and uh, while I was watching that it was amazing to see oh wait Hey, they've been a guest on the show. You know, oh, that one's been a guest on the show. They've been a guest on the show. So a lot of people we've had on the show. So uh, check it out at onscreenandbeyond.com. Well, what do you say? It's uh, time to check out what's coming your way in May in theaters. Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. May releases in Remake Madness. Well, it looks like there's only one, and it's only a sort of one. So uh, Remake Madness for May in theaters. It looks like Thor, which was a uh, comic book, is now being remade into a full-screen movie. Of course, you knew that, and we've talked about it before. But it hits theaters on May 6th, so check that one out. And believe it or not, for remakes, that's it for the month of May. Coming up next on On Screen be on. Upcoming movies, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies, well, The Beaver with uh, Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster teaming up once again for the first time since Maverick hits theaters on May 6th. Kate Hudson will star in Something Borrowed on May 6th also. And Will Ferrell, Rebecca Hall, and Laura Dern will all star in everything must go on may 13th that's it for upcoming movies next on on screen and beyond what's coming away as far as sequels at sequel city in may next on on screen and beyond sequel city coming your way in may as far as sequels it looks like jack sparrow hits the screen once again in pirates of the caribbean on stranger tides on may 20th and on may 26th you can catch the hangover 2 as it makes its appearance along with jack black in kung fu panda 2 that's it for sequel city for may and coming up next what's coming away as far as tv dvd releases in may next right here on on screen and beyond <coughs> TV-DVD releases in May. Well, May 3rd, you can check out According to Jim, Season 3, and Boy Meets World, Season 5, Melrose Place, Season 6, Volume 1, and The PJs, Season 1. And on May 10th, check out Home Improvement 20th Anniversary Complete Collection and Webster, Season 2. May 17th, you can check out All in the Family, Season 9, Bionic Woman, Season 2, The Virginians, Season 4, Wagon Train, Season 3, The Wild Thornberrys, Season 1. And on May 24th, The FBI, Season 1, Part 1. And Melissa and Joey, Season 1, Part 1. And that's it for... Oh, and May 31st, I almost forgot that one. Uh, Psych, Season 5, and True Blood, Season 3. That's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as movies on DVD. Movie DVD release is coming your way in May. It looks like May 3rd. You can check out The Dilemma with Vince Vaughn and The Green Hornet with Seth Rogen. And on May 10th, No Strings Attached with Natalie Portman and May 17th, Deadly Shooter with Randy Travis and The Mechanic with Jason Stratham and The Right with Anthony Hopkins. May 31st, Nicolas Cage in Drive Angry. That's it for movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have our interview with. He's a tough guy. This guy is a tough guy. He is Frank Vincent. And of course, he was in Casino. He was in Goodfellas. He's in the new movie, Chicago Overcoat. And he was in The Sopranos. He's coming up next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is an actor who is known for his roles in the films Raging Bull, Goodfellas, and Casino, as well as his role in the popular HBO series The Sopranos. He stars in the, his latest film, which is called Chicago Overcoat. It's Frank Vincent. Frank, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Well, it's good to be here. You know, Frank, I, I, I've had the opportunity to, to watch the film Chicago Overcoat, and you know, I loved it, but one thing i got to tell you, you are one badass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's uh I've, I've done that a few times i guess yeah
1: <laughs> see it wasn't a stretch for you to do this because you're used to it right yes exactly <laughs> yeah now how did you get involved with this film
0: uh well uh the normal way you do you know they they they, they wrote the film for me not unbeknownst to me and they contacted my people and my agent called me and my manager spoke to them and we uh, made a deal, and I read the script, and I liked it, and that's how it's done.
1: Oh, ah, yeah. okay. So it was specifically with you in mind, then.
0: Well, that's that's what they told me. Yeah, all the all the boys, uh, the the writers and the producers, they said they wrote it specifically with me in mind, and they contacted me, and it works. That doesn't always work every time, but right. yeah. but uh, this time it worked. I liked the project,
1: and. Uh, and um it was good. Yeah, well it reminded me of some of the old mobster gangster movies there, you know, 40s and 50s and those films.
0: Yeah, well that's uh, that's the style of that's the genre and the style of the uh, Humphrey Bogart and Edward G. Robinson kind of movies. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, it it was actually filmed in Chicago?
0: Yeah, all all on location. Yeah, all all over the city of Chicago. Hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. How long did the shoot take?
0: It took um Six, i think 60 days i worked i worked 30 out of the 60 so i was in chicago uh,
1: for two months mm-hmm. wow yeah because you i mean you were in almost every scene it seemed like anyways
0: yeah we yeah we did a lot of work it was a lot of stuff was cut too you know i mean uh, you always overshoot stuff and uh, mm-hmm. pick out the best stuff you
1: want yeah now had you worked with any of the other people who were in the cast before
0: Oh, I worked with uh, Narducci, Kathy Narducci. I worked with on on was uh, Not really worked with her, but she was on the show she, also. Yeah. We did a movie called uh, um, Copland. We, but we were our characters didn't know each other either. And um, Mike Starr and I have done a few movies together, oh. and that's about it. I don't. Oh, Armand, I did. I worked with Armand on a movie called Gotti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I knew all these. But, you know, I, my character and Armand's character didn't get together in this movie. We were, we were allegedly, you know, together. We didn't, we didn't see each other on the shoot. Right, yeah. But Armand's been a friend of mine for a long time, so. Huh, yeah.
1: With this film, it's your typical uh, gangster-type film that you've, you've, you know, like you say, your career has been a lot of these types of films. Do you enjoy doing that type of film?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's. A, I enjoy doing any type of film. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens to be the thing that uh, that you get noted for, and that's what Hollywood does. They put you in a type, and you, and, you know, not too many guys can play wide open different different characters. Some can, yeah. but a lot can't. So yeah. this is what you're grateful for do being able to do what you can do. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I did that that wasn't recognized as much as this stuff is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you know, throughout your career, you haven't just done this type of film. I mean, no. you've done all kinds of things. Uh, yeah, you know, but uh, but uh, like you say, there, uh, there's just some roles that that just seem to be made for for different actors. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah? Now, now, do you if you had a chance to be uh, either the bad guy or the good guy, do you have a choice? Do you do you find one as a more meaty role or anything?
0: well the bad guy is always the best guy to play i mean i i would uh ideally I would like to play a bad guy- uh cowboy, you know,
1: really yeah, on a
0: horse and everything yeah, I'd like to do that
1: yeah have you ever done a western before?
0: no, I never done a western no. I'd like to do a western, but there's uh not too many not too much of a call for people like me to do
1: western. We come from the big cities you know <laughs> now have you have you ever ridden horses or anything? Yeah, I rode horses in my youth. Yeah. Oh, sure. okay. So you wouldn't have to have to lie uh, Well, That's what we have stuntmen for. So you don't get to right ride horses. <laughs> now, I understand your son is a, is a stuntman. Yeah, he's doing terrific. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I, I When I was doing my research, I noticed that, and I. I yeah, he's yeah. done a lot of films. He's done a lot of work, Tony. Yeah. 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 He, has, has he been, you know, injured very often or anything?
0: uh yeah he's been injured he's had a few uh he had a few falls he got hurt on uh on the jennifer aniston movie um gerard butler uh, i forgot the name of it oh the bounty hunter um, yeah the bounty hunter yeah. he got he got a little banged up on that and he gets uh he gets a, a bruise here and there i mean it's not an easy thing to do oh yeah he's very uh he's very um very athletic he keeps himself fit he trains a lot and uh, he's a black belt uh, specialist he's done
1: won a lot of uh awards yeah i got a lot of respect for the stuntmen i mean you, you know a lot of people don't even realize when a stunt person is working but yeah you know boy they <laughs> without they're, them there'd <laughs> there'd be a lot of hurting people i think because they know what true. to do they know how to yeah. fall yeah yeah. H- did you ever think of going into stunt work yourself or no 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 no, no? no. It's
0: not my not my thing i'm a musician i don't i don't think i don't fall off things <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, since you mentioned uh, a musician, uh, when that I understand that was your original love uh, was to be a music- musician. Yeah, I played music for
0: for a long time, for twenty years in studio. I did I had my own band for a long time, yeah. and I I did uh, little personality stuff from the, from you know from the nightclubs and stuff. Hmm. That's that's the background that I grew up in. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So drumming was was your thing.
0: Yeah, sure. I I watched in championship drum corps when I was in my youth, and I played the drums for a long time. Made a few dollars. Huh.
1: Now, and I understand that you uh, you actually worked with um, uh, Del Shannon and, and Paul Anka and Trini yeah. Lopez. Yeah, I did uh, studio work with them. Sure. Wow. Yeah. 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 I I, I actually had a uh, when I saw that I I, I remembered I had a um, a drummer who actually was. Uh, I, I believe he probably toured with with Trini, um, Mickey Jones. Do you, do you know him? Or no,
0: Ahead? I didn't. I all I did was do studio work. The usually, studio. the touring bands don't play in the studio. It's a whole different uh, technique of playing when you have uh, when you're playing in concert halls as opposed to playing in a, in a recording studio. So that usually they have uh, studio players come in. In that era, anyway, now yeah. the rock and roll bands they they play. They play in the studio and out, but in, in, uh, in the the sixties, and seventies, they uh, usually always use studio musicians.
1: Yeah. Now, are there any of those uh, songs by these people that were hits? Were you on those records?
0: Yeah, sure. Trini Lopez, I had a, I was on the backside of a hit, and uh, I think Del Shannon. I did a couple of albums, and I I forget the name of the song, but he's but I did a lot of work with Del Shannon. Yeah. Stephen Edie, I did a lot of work for their for their publishing company,
1: and uh, really, oh. Paul Anka and. Yeah. Hmm. Jeez. Yeah. So so you <laughs> you you've got a lot of uh, other things that you're interested in besides just your acting then and, I don't just shoot people, you know <laughs> what I mean? I just uh, I do other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and there's a lot of it in in uh, Chicago Overcoat. I'll tell you. <laughs> we shoot some people, right? <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a but it is it is a good gangster mobster movie. I mean, it's just, you know, one of those Things and um, it's it really enjoyed that film. Good, that's good. what made you change to go into acting well i had an opportunity to do a to audition
0: for a film uh i knew i knew a, a somebody who, was, who wrote and was directing a film and uh, i i had a, a thing i did on the stage you know it was a personality kind of a thing where i would talk to the audience and whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um joe pesci and i were working together at the time and uh, Joe, they asked uh, Joe and I to audition for this film, and we did. We both got roles in it. Uh, our characters didn't know each other in the film, but from there, um, they were casting uh, Raging Bull, and Marty uh, Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro uh, pursued Joe for the role of Joe Joey Lamada, and at, at that same time, they asked me to play the role of Salvi. So. I auditioned for them and at that time music was changing big big time it was becoming it was becoming a disco thing and yeah. and what I was doing in lounges wasn't exactly a disco thing because we would, we were doing more entertaining than playing dance music so right. yeah. it was a just the right timing for me to sort of make that transition <laughs>
1: yeah. and it worked yeah, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> I don't know what we'd do without you, you know. <laughs> now, you mentioned that you had uh, were in the film Gaudy. Um, yeah. Now, playing an actual person, do you find that difficult?
0: Well, I didn't know. I didn't know him. I mean, I played that. I played a lot of people who were who were, <laughs> lived. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know. In fact, when we did uh, Casino. The guy I was playing was actually was actually the advisor on the movie. He would come to the set every day. Oh, really? So uh, you, you just characterized it the way that the way they wrote it, and uh, it's not really such a hard thing to do. I met I met family of people that I played, and they said they liked what I did. So uh-huh. that yeah. makes me happy.
1: Yeah. So so when you were on set with the actual person, uh, he must have been watching you closely, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I was watching him too to get some ideas of what. What he was like, and uh, he had been in the witness protection program because of his uh, association with uh, with uh, Spalatro, Tony Spalatro, who was the character that Joe Pesci played in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he would come to the set every day. And uh, when we finished shooting for the day, we usually would take we have a van that take us back to our campers. And uh, a lot of times he would request, uh, you know, take a ride. I'll, I'll drive you back and. And we would all look under the hood and look in the trunk and look under the car, and make sure there was no bombs there or anything. He was in a witness protection program, so we didn't ride with him too many times. He was a real—he was a real guy. So, <laughs> you,
1: just, we
0: were just actors.
1: Yeah. Would you all tell him
0: you? know, well, you, we'll meet you there. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Frank Colada, He's a nice man. I. I, I we had, Nice time together
1: yeah yeah so were there any times when he actually would come up to and say you know well I really wouldn't have done it this way and you should do it this way you know
0: no he was he was very he was he was thrilled with the way I portrayed him really yeah yeah so it made him happy he was happy
1: you've done other things too you you were you've also written a book right
0: yes sir I sure have a guy's guide to being a man's man yeah Hmm.
1: now what made you decide to do that
0: well, uh, f- uh, my co-author Steve Perget, um was writing a book for one of the other Sopranos at the time, and we met. and He interviewed me to do something in in the other person's book, and he asked me if I th- thought I had a book in me. And I said, Yeah, I think I do have a book in me because we wrote a little screenplay at one time regarding my uh, my history a little bit. So I said, Yeah, I think we do have I do have a book and. In- we met, and then we were coming out of the restaurant, and somebody was in a car, and they drove past by. Said, Frank, you're the man. So we looked at each other and said, there it is. There's the title for the book. So we decided to write a book about being a man's man.
1: Hmm. That's what we did. What What are some of the suggestions you have from your from your, your book?
0: Oh, there's a lot of suggestions. I don't <laughs> have a book in front of me, but I, do you have a book
1: there? No, I don't. Not that book, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just to teach you how to dress up, what uh, music to play when you're when you're with a young lady? What music not to play? Mm-hmm. What uh, what wine to order? What uh, what kind of clothes to wear? What movies to watch? Uh, how to get a phone number from a girl? And yeah, it cool. was a little tongue and cheeky stuff, but yeah. it was uh, it, it, people accepted it. Nice, it was nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's still available, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, that's people should check that out because that sounds like an interesting book.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did well.
1: Well, that's good. Now, I noticed also that you've uh, uh, you played drums with Bruce Willis?
0: Oh, I sat in with Bruce, yeah, because Bruce and I did a movie together called Mortal Thoughts, and we, we became friendly, and I was at the um, the opening of a big hotel in Atlantic City, and he was performing there, and uh, I didn't know he was there. He didn't know I was there, and we, we we hooked up. I said, I want to come and play. He said, come on up. Yeah, I come on stage, and I play with him, yeah.
1: Wow, yeah, it must have been a thrill to be able to do that. Yeah, sure. The crowd must have gone crazy seeing you up there, too.
0: Him and I, yeah, that's fun.
1: Oh, yeah, jeez. Now, uh, you've acted on a lot of films with Martin Scorsese. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned the first time you, you worked with him was with uh, Joe Pesci, right?
0: Yeah, for Raging Bull, yeah.
1: Raging Bull, yeah. So uh, was it just circumstance that you were on other films, or did you get to know him and, and you...
0: No, no, I I, I, uh, I screen tested for Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, when uh, we did uh, Goodfellas and Casino, he just uh, called me, you know, he wanted me to play a certain role. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Joe and I had a lot of chemistry from working together in the band, mm-hmm. and it was a perfect uh, fit. So uh, Marty took advantage of that.
1: Oh, oh well, so, Marty's a
0: very smart man.
1: Uh, yeah. So Joe was in your band?
0: Joe and I played together, yeah. Joe oh. played guitar, I played the drums. And
1: oh, okay. I had get-
0: a third member, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Now you've also worked a couple of times with Spike Lee, correct?
0: Yes, I did two movies with Spike. Spike uh, Spike called me up. Um, I didn't know who he was, and a friend of mine, friend of mine, a friend of my wife's, was going out with uh, uh, a black fellow, and uh, we became friendly. And Spike called me up, and he said, um, "Frank Vincent." I said, "Yes." He said, "Spike Lee." I said. Okay, he said, I'm a director. I said, are you Chinese? He said, no. <laughs> because he said, Spike Lee, I figured right. he was Chinese. He said, no. He said, I'm black. I said, are you making a black movie? He said, no. I'm making a regular movie. He said, uh, but Martin Scorsese asked me to call you. <clears throat> so that's when I said, okay, Mr. Lee, let's talk. <laughs> and I went and I, uh, I met with him. And he hired me for uh, Do the Right Thing. Yeah, And then he yeah. hired me to do uh, Jungle Fever. Mm-hmm. So Spike and I had a little collaboration together. We had a good time. He's right. a good director.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, also, uh, you did voice work for Shark Tale, the animated movie. Yeah. And, uh, did you enjoy doing the voiceovers? It must be pretty relaxed to do that, right?
0: Yeah, well, voiceovers is fun. We, I did uh, Grand Theft Auto, about three of those. Right, yeah. I, did a lot, I do a lot of voiceovers here and there, and it's, it's, uh, it's not as easy as you think, but it's, it's pretty, it's a little different than acting, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. At least you can go and, uh, I, I've talked to other people who've done voiceover work, they say they go, go to work and they're PJs, so.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't have to get dressed up. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've
1: done voiceovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to finish up with uh, just a couple of things here. Uh, you, do you have any other films that are you going to be coming out in the, in the future?
0: Well, at this moment, no. I just finished uh, opening uh, in Las Vegas of the uh, Las Vegas Mob Experience. It's a big, um, uh, it's a big museum um, with a thousand artifacts from all the all of the all the mob guys who opened up Vegas uh, in the beginning. The Bugsy Siegels and and uh, the, the Cohens and and uh, has all their artifacts. It's a, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful. Uh, uh, situation it's in uh it's in the um, Tropicana Hotel yeah, yeah. and it just opened. it's just open It's 25,000 square feet and we just finished opening that and it's going to be really something to see if anybody wants to go on and look up Las Vegas mob experience and that's going to be uh, I'm one of the hosts of it myself Jimmy Kahn Tony Sirico Mickey Rourke wow we so it's uh it's quite something to see so that's 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 happening and um I also have my website, FrankVincent.com, where I have you know what a marble head is?
1: Uh, a a what? A, a moblead? Not a bobblehead. A mobble head. Oh one of those bobbleheads there? The bounce? Yeah, but this is called a marble head with an M. Oh with a mo- okay.
0: You, you know uh, Billy Bats from um from uh Goodfellas. Goodfellows, yeah. You go home and get your shine box. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so I have a doll of Billy Bats that says, Go home and get your shine box. Give those Irish hoodlums to drink, and uh, nobody's breaking up my party. That's the three lines from that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have an actual doll that talks and says that. I have them and I sell them on my website, frankvinson.com. We got t shirts and stuff
1: like that. Yeah, well, we'll be sure to put a link on our site so people can yeah. click on it and just go right to your site. So, absolutely, yeah, that'd be great. Frankvinson.com, check it out. All right, and final two questions. What is your favorite TV shows of all time? TV shows. TV shows. Um,
0: the, shows the shows that had uh, since Caesar on it and uh-huh. yeah. uh, those old, it's on, I think they're on Kinescope now. They're not even on, on video, videotape. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the name of those shows. Was it With your show old, of shows? Show of shows, yeah. Yeah? It's one of my favorite. yeah, the comedies. Yeah, Milton Berle. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, jeez What about movies? What's your favorite all-time movies? Not necessarily ones you were in, but you know what you enjoy watching.
0: My my all-time movie is uh, True Romance. True
1: Romance, okay.
0: Yeah, with uh, Jim Gandolfini and uh, and. Uh have you ever seen this movie? It's a great, great movie. No, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that. Check one. it out. True, true Romance.
1: True Romance. Okay. Because I know several listeners have, have emailed me, and, and every, every time a celebrity mentions a movie, they will turn around and go and get it because they want to see what it's like. So I know there, people will be going out and getting that film to see what it's like. <laughs>
0: Also, Goodfellas, the one I'm in, and and Chicago Overcoat, mentioned
1: us. Oh yeah, without a doubt, yeah, got I me mean, Goodfellas and Chicago Overcoat because, you know, that one. And um, I want to wish you luck with Chicago Overcoat because it is a good film. Uh, people who enjoy a good mob film, that's a good one to check out. Frank, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. My
0: pleasure, sir. Thank you. Good talking to you.
1: I want to thank Frank Vincent so much for taking the time to talk to us. You know, Frank is one mean guy, I'll tell you, at least in the movies. He's a nice guy in real life, but in the movies, he is one tough guy. He has been beaten, pounded, killed, and and and, and his new DVD, Chicago Overcoat, you know, he's he's just a mean mother. I mean, <laughs> it's not what you can say. But uh, check it out if you get a chance. It's out on DVD now, Chicago Overcoat. And also check out uh, Frank's website and get yourself a head. That sounds pretty cool. So uh, that's about it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. I hope you'll join us next week when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zimrack. Take care.